It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, 3-1 and one sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? It sure does. It, it fits nice, too. It, uh, it, it seems like it's appropriate. Uh, we don't. It doesn't seem fluky. It's, this seems like a solid team that has won uh, three games and, and, and almost won a fourth. So, uh, you know, kudos to the Cowboys co- coaching staff. We'll get into all of it. But uh, this, is, uh, this looks like a, one of the better teams in the NFC right now. So you don't want to just tear apart the Cowboys coaching staff for little decisions they made all game long? Like you don't want to jump right into it? That's what that's what the rest of the week is for, right? <laughs> uh, listen, I think it's ridiculous. Let's enjoy the win, right? It, wins are yeah, hard to come absolutely. by in the NFL. Let's let's not worry too much about them. Uh, but yes, the Cowboys did get their third win of the season. They've won three straight now. They beat the Carolina Panthers thirty-six to twenty-eight, and Landon. It wasn't that close, right? Like they, honestly, the final score is not indicative of this game. Uh, the Cowboys kind of moved the ball up and down, at, you know, at will in the second and third quarter. They had a twenty-point third quarter. It, it was really a dominating performance by them. Correct? Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys' offense averaged almost eight yards a play, uh, which is pretty crazy if it's you think bad, about right? it. I mean, yeah, I mean, two hundred forty-five total yards rushing. I mean, you know, kind of just give a ten thousand foot view of what happened. It, it was just a game where. Uh, you know, the Carolina Panthers came in as the number one run defense in football and, you know, the Cowboys offense just kind of ran through them. It looks like it, it, it was kind of the opposite of what I expected, actually. I, I expected the Cowboys to kind of come out and run the ball early uh, and then kind of throw the ball late as, you know, just kind of end up scoring points because uh, just because of the way that I thought Carolina played defense. But it ended up kind of playing out a little bit of the uh, the opposite way. So. Uh, but I mean, you just you can't say enough about what the offensive line was especially able to do uh, uh, in the run game, um, and and you know we'll we'll get to the defense as well. But I thought they played a really good game as well. Uh, all right, let's um, let's start with the the big picture here, right? Cowboys sitting at three and one atop their division. Uh, Washington won today. The Giants won today. I hate that we can't say we're a quarter of the way through the season, but we kind of are. What are some of just your general thoughts about this team now that we've seen four games from them? Well, I mean, I think we've seen a team, you know, teams in previous years that have been in similar situations, right? Where they've where they've won early and they they put themselves in a good situation, um, but it, it felt tenuous, or it felt uh, fluky, or it felt like uh, you know they got away with one of these and got away with two of these. You know, to me, this looks like a, a good team. 
You know, it, it looks yeah. like a team that like, we talked about it actually. I mean, even from week one, you know, they start fast. They, they, they put teams away when they can. I mean, t- this week was uh, maybe a bad example of that, but I, I don't think that that was necessarily a case of them taking their foot off the gas as much as they had some injuries and they were up by uh, several touchdowns and kind of, you know, sub- substituted some guys out because just to kind of make sure that, you know, there's a long season they could play them the rest of the season. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that we're going to invite all kinds of comments just by mentioning it. But I, I think, you know, this is a team that does a lot of, you know, we've had teams that have won football games in the past. And we've had teams that have had good offensive performances in the past and put up big numbers and done all those things. To me, I think the difference between this year and a lot of other years is just a lot of the little things. You know, yeah. they, they get the stops when they need them. They get the turn. They get turnovers. They make the plays that are in front of them. Uh, they they like I said, they uh, they make smart decisions. They're they're they're, you know, the, the coaching decisions, whether it's personnel or, or play calling or play sequencing. You know, I mean, I just think about little things like that touchdown to Jarwin, which was a uh, playoff of the scissors that you saw yeah. previous yeah. weeks against the cover two teams. And, you know, just the way that they are are kind of really playing against their tendencies and just, just, you know, they're a very difficult team to prepare for because uh, offensively and defensively, you just don't know what they're going to do week to week. Um, and, and I think that that's, you know, encouraging in a way that I, I, like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic at this point, but from what you've seen so far, you have to think that this is a, a very well built team and a team that is doing a lot of the things that you, you, you need to do as a team that is going to, you know, kind of take that yeah. next step. Uh, I'm going to use a basketball analogy here, Landon, and I know you you hate when I bring up basketball because you never watch it. But this is a, a I, they've got this characteristic about them where things can get out of hand in a hurry, which it reminds me a little bit of like the Golden State Warriors at their peak. So I'm I'm going to read you a little section of this game. Okay, we're starting uh, the Cowboys' first drive in the third quarter. All right, it's yeah. four plays, 56 yards, touchdown. It's a punt by Carolina. Four plays, 66 yards, touchdown, interception uh, by Carolina, touchdown by Dallas, interception by Carolina, field goal by Dallas, and now we're into the fourth quarter, and it's 36 to 14. When that drive started, it was 14 to 13 Carolina. Like the game got over in a quarter. Like it, it, they just yep. have this ability to get on these runs, and once they get on some of these runs, you're not going to beat them. We saw it against Philadelphia uh, last week, and we saw it again this week uh, against the Panthers. Yeah, and, and clearly, again, you know, I I think I revert, referred to this uh, offense as the you know the Gozer offense. You know, it's, you kind of pick your own pick your own choice of of, of method of demise. You know, and mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, most teams the last two weeks it seems like, or maybe even the last three weeks have have chosen uh, the run game and 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 tight ends right. kind of eating them up in the middle. And and I think the Cowboys have shown you pretty clearly that they have no problem with uh, just running the ball up and down your throat. If you're going to put them in, into too high coverage. Uh, and I think that they've proven pretty well that if you, if you don't you'll know, get in too high coverage, uh, Dak's going to shred you on the back end. Yeah. And he still manages to shred people on the back. And he had four touchdowns today on only 22 attempts. We'll get to uh, Dak in just a second, but he was really, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just ridiculous. It just, I mean, it, it, it seems so, it seems so effortless on his part, you know, just because yeah. like yeah. it was just, it, but it was incredibly impressive. And, and I think, you know, you saw all game that the, the Carolina Panthers, you know, were able to get pressure. Uh, they were able to, you know, kind of force uh, Dak ar- to move around in the pocket 
Dak had no sacks in this game, you know? So uh, I, I think the Cowboys are, you know, it's difficult. The, the Carolina came in with, with, with the right attitude. They came in with the right, you know, way to start the game. They kind of did a lot of everything that they needed to do to win the game, uh, but it wasn't enough. And once the Cowboys yeah. made adjustments in the third quarter, they, you know, they scored 24 points in the third quarter. And, and when you do that, it's just like you start to pull away from teams that can't score at that rate. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit more about the offense. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every single time they fill up. All you have to do is download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. And if you use promo code TOUCHDOWN, you'll get an additional 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Um, all right, let's let's talk about the offense. So Dak was fourteen. Was I'm, I'm reading it right? Yeah, fourteen to twenty-two mm-hmm. for one hundred and eighty-eight yards, four touchdowns. Um, I know everybody's going to say, "Listen, this is what happens when you don't throw the ball fifty-six times. You win games." So it's it's not really the best argument, but anyway, it doesn't matter, right? Uh, the Cowboys just crushed the Panthers on the ground. Thirty-four carries for two hundred and forty-five yards. In one touchdown, I saw a great stat from ESPN, Landon, that the mm-hmm. Cowboy running backs averaged 5.5 yards before contact in this game. That's the story of the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the run blocking was superior. Um, you know, the the Panthers, you know, were throwing the kitchen sink at the Cowboys early. I mean, they, they blitzed all the time. Uh, and, and, you know, I think it kind of threw the Cowboys off a little bit early. But once they kind of were able to make adjustments – uh, you know, and, get, and started getting the run game going. It, it really kind of threw a monkey wrench in, in a lot of Phil mm-hmm. Snow's plans. It's, it's harder to, uh, you know, throw blitzes at, at, at a team that's running the ball when you don't know that they're running the right. ball. Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot there's a lot can get mixed up in the middle and that can be uh, exploited by the run game. So, uh, yeah, the Cowboys stuck with it, you know, and, and just, just were able to get a level of efficiency in the run game that is uh, pretty rare. Uh, I mean, you, you mentioned it 5.5 before even getting it, you know, a t- for contact. And, and, you know, that amounted to something like, uh, you know, just over eight yards of carry, I think, between the two running backs. So, uh, you know, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And again, like, you know, when you're when you're running like that, I mean, you, you don't have to throw the ball. You know, you don't have to put your quarterback at risk. You, you don't have to. And that's really the kind of thing here. Right. Is that. Yeah. You know, Carolina presented a, a, an opportunity for Dak to get hit a lot, and he did get hit a lot, even though he didn't take any sacks. He he took some hits, um, but it, if if you're going to allow the Cowboys to run the ball so efficiently, uh, you know they'll take it. They'll 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 take it from you. They'll continually take it from you. Uh, and then when they need to score points, they'll get deadly with with uh, play action down the field. The moment that you start thinking about dropping that second safety down into the box. Uh, let's talk about the passing game. Uh, Amari Cooper, yeah. three for 69 and a touchdown on three targets. Uh, pretty efficient day for him, and he was clearly banged up. Dalton Schultz, six for 58 and a touchdown. Uh, it's a good day on the stat sheet, but, man, his day was shaky. I'm telling you what, Landon, that was one of the, the worst games I've seen Schultz play just because he probably fumbled. Well, he did fumble once. It was a kind of a bad call there. He had another one that he got ruled that he was down. Another one where he was short on two-point conversion. But anyway, Cedric Wilson, two for 30 and a touchdown. Blake Jarwin, one for 18 and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, two receptions for 13 yards. It's just when you're only throwing the ball 22 times, 
somebody's going to get left out today with CD. So any other thoughts on the passing game? <laughs> yeah, I thought that Cooper just gave an absolutely gutty performance. Yeah. I mean, you could tell that he was really struggling out there. He was definitely not 100%, but he was still able to get open and you know made some I big plays, him. including the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Schultz had the, the one fumble. You know, the other one was he was clearly down. I mean, that I don't even know yeah, why yeah. that was ruled a fumble yeah. initially. I I can't, I I disagree with the, the that that two point being called overturned. It was called a touchdown at the time. It was close enough, yeah. It's, it was close. The ball was the nose of the ball was over the end zone when his knee was down. And if it's called a touchdown, I don't understand how that got overturned. So, but yeah, I mean, I think that you know with with CD, uh, it's just you know he hasn't had that big breakout game yet, and I'm sure it's coming. It's I just coming. think that the teams teams are kind of you know. They're they're not going to let CD beat them, you know. I think that there's a lot of focus there. So, uh, you know, the Cowboys have done a good job in previous games, kind of mixing him into the uh, game plan. You know, not just through the pass game, but in reverses and that sort of thing. So, uh, I'm not worried about CD. I mean, it was again, like you said, we can't manage this team like a fantasy football roster. I mean, the, the point is to win the game, not to, <laughs> yeah. to make sure everyone gets their touches. So, um, you know, I, I don't worry about that kind of thing because I don't I, I don't worry about CD's performance. And I don't I don't think they're worried about it either. Right. If you're putting up as many points as they are per game, you're not going to really be concerned about it. Um, yep. Playing the last 10 games of Dak Prescott starting uh, for the Cowboys, they're averaging just under 34 points per game on offense. Not bad, right? I mean, he's he's playing incredible. I mean, his efficiency, the way that, that he runs the offense, you know, the uh, the way he gets them in and out, the way you know, it just they were very efficient. They, they didn't have very many penalties. Uh, you know, he he got them into the right plays. You know, he he didn't he didn't have to throw the football a lot, but when he did, he was deadly and he yep. was on target and and he was efficient and and I think. That's all you can ask for on a you know if you need a if you're going to win these games where you're running the football a lot if you only have a, a handful of you know under 25 uh, attempts a game your quarterback's got to be incredibly efficient and and, yep. and find a way to, to to throw throw the ball into the end zone otherwise you know you're going to be in trouble you just cannot win a game running the football by yourself uh, in, in in the NFL I mean it's 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 been the thing that's held back the 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 Baltimore Ravens at times. You know, they have one of the most efficient running games in football, but they, Lamar Jackson, ultimately has to throw the ball to win the game. Uh, And and he does. And that's, you know, when he, that's the difference between good and bad Lamar. With Dak, he doesn't, you know, he'll take whatever whatever gives you, whether you need him to throw the ball 50 times and and be crazy and, and take chances, or you need him to, be very accurate, put the ball where it needs to be, and, and then take the, the surgical strikes when it's time. Dak can play any 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 variation of the game uh, in, in any part of the spectrum, and that's what makes him so incredibly special. And what's scary about this offense is they can get better. Like They're going to get Michael yep. Gallup back, I think, after the bye. So a few more weeks. Lyle Collins has two more games that he's going to miss. I, I think Terrence Steele's done a good job filling in. Collins is just a superior player. So – they can be even better on offense. They can be even more efficient on certain plays. Uh, this offense is really, really good. And in every single game that the Cowboys play in the rest of the year, they're going to have a great chance to win because that offense can get hot at just a moment's notice, right? So really, really fun offense here. Uh, but I actually want to talk more about the defense on today's show because I kind of think that's the story here, right, Landon? Uh I mean, certainly it's, you know, again, they continue to surprise us, right? It's just nuts, like, how, uh, you know, we've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. And sometimes it looks like it's going to, 
uh, but uh, just a, a fantastic performance, I thought, overall. Yeah, I want to get to, to some of the, the biggest stars of that game, uh, which I think you, you can guess who one of them is. But uh, before we do that, what's we'll we'll <laughs> uh, Tell you guys about DirecTV. Uh, DirecTV Stream brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. I also want to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next box at builtbar.com. Trevon Diggs, Landon. That's that's. Oh the yeah, Diggs. Right? Trevon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah, he's good. Um, he has five interceptions in four games. Uh, I, 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 I have to go back and double check, but I don't think the Cowboys got their fifth interception as a team until like Thanksgiving last year. Is that right? Yeah, I'm that pretty sounds sure. Right. That sounds it's, right for sure. Um, he is very quickly becoming one of the best cornerbacks in the league. And there's not many guys that I think you can say right now that you'd take over him, right? Like that's just how special of a player he is. So uh, you can have whatever you want. I, I think that's pretty much self-explanatory here, right? Yeah, he's he's dangerous. I mean, I think that's the thing that 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 is really, you know, his re- reputation is going to start preceding him at this point. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's really what you know you want from a, a cornerback. You want somebody that makes offensive coordinators think twice about going his direction. Um, you know, it's not that he's shutting down guys necessarily and though i think he has done an excellent job a lot of what dj moore was able to do today and he had it a fantastic game you absolutely oh. called that i mean i know you've yeah. been a huge fan of his forever but mm. you absolutely called that per- earlier in the week uh, it, a lot of what they were able to do was was because they were able to scheme him away from trayvon Diggs. oh you know? yeah they're putting him in the backfield and moving him out to the slot yeah i mean this it's what they had to do to try to move the ball right yeah, and, and I and I think that you know overall Diggs just I mean just played the game masterfully. I mean you just see him and he talked about it after the game. He's not playing the player; he's playing the routes. He he knows what the routes are. He knows it's hey, it's third and eight. They need or third and five. They need five yards. There's only four or five routes they're they're gonna run and they're gonna run it with this player. As soon as you see the guy break out, he broke out. He was flat footed at the time. Yep. You saw the ball the whole time. Just broke on it. Uh, and the other time, the other, the second interception was just a, you know him being more physical than the other guy arriving at the at the same time as the ball. Uh, you know, look, he he has the best hands I've ever seen in a cornerback. I think. Yeah. Um, and I and 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 he's just he's still learning the position in a lot of ways. So uh, yeah, I think he's been incredible. What what to me is what's really impressive is, is the mental side of the game. Just the awareness to know when to take the chances, when, yep. to, when is your opportunity uh, and, and how to jump them. Uh, and then I think, you know, eventually we're going to have to talk about some of the reason that he was able to get some of these passes is, is I think because, uh, the pass rush really has started to get to uh, Sam Darnold by the time the game, that part of the game rolled around. All right, so you ready for my week four hot take, Landon? Let's hear it. Trevon week four Diggs hot take. Was, Trevon Diggs was not their best defender in week four because do you know who it was? It was Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory had a monster, monster game. Not only on the stat sheet, which I'll read to you right now, he had three tackles, two sacks, two tackles for a loss, and four quarterback hits. He also drew two huge penalties in this game. 
uh, they could not block him. And a lot of the reason why Sam Darnold threw some of those interceptions and interceptable passes is because Cameron Irving had no chance on the outside. I, I thought this is the best game I've ever seen Randy Gregory play. Yeah, I mean, he's really starting to feel it. He's starting to work his way into it. You're starting to see a little bit of what we saw in training camp uh, start to show itself in the regular season, which is exciting. Um, yep. So, yeah, I mean, I think he was just lightning on the outside, and when they when they uh, brought him inside on stunts and twists, uh, he was just throwing guys around and, and, and just being physical and um, you're not just using his quickness but using his power, and that was just incredibly impressive. Um, you know, I think, you know, we would also be remiss if we didn't mention some of the other guys on the defensive line because Randy, yes. Randy Gregory is, you know, was played in a fantastic game. There's no way around it. Uh, but the team effort behind him was also incredibly impressive. I mean, you saw Osa showing up again, Golson coming in and getting his first half sack. Uh, you know, Parsons, uh, did he have, did Parsons have a sack in a, maybe a half or I think he had a sack and attack. Uh, they gave him a full sack. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, we, we, we got I mean, it's hard not to continue to mention, you know, famous, huge free agent pickup J Ron curse, who has just been <laughs> absolutely lightning in a bottle at yeah. safety. Uh, yeah. It's so it's just two tackles a, a for a loss of, by curse today. <laughs> I mean, it's just a number of guys making plays in, and um, you know, and, and, and doing what they need. You know, he, Anthony Brown got in the mix. He should have caught the interception. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, Anthony Jordan Brown has flexes today. Yeah, Jordan Lewis with a, with a really nice tackle on a, on a third down. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's like – it's not just – you know, I remember spending a lot of time watching these really good offenses with defenses that basically were 10 guys waiting around for Sean Lee to make a play. Yeah. And yeah. and now it feels like there are I mean anybody on that defense can make a play. Can make a play. It's not always that it's pretty. It's not always that they are locking these guys down, but uh, consistently when this team needs a play, their defense finds a way. And and yeah. and and they 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 lock down in the red zone and that's more than what we could have hoped for coming into the season from this defense. So, I got a good stat here. So, this is about our guy Osa Odigiziwa. Uh, Landon, um, he pretty has pretty more pretty quarterback pretty. hits now through four games than any Cowboy defensive tackle had throughout the entire season last year. Now, I don't know if that says more about Osa or how bad the defensive tackle situation was last year. Probably a little bit of both. A little bit of both, uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of both, but he continued to play really well. He had a half a sack today. He had a tackle for a loss, and he had a three quarterback hits. So he just continues to find ways to make plays. Uh, we should also mention Chauncey Golston. I thought he looked better this week than he did last week. I think I was a little critical of him last week. Definitely looked more comfortable out there. It was just a really good team performance. And I know they they gave up 28 points. Like I know that's people are going to be like, oh, that's not a great performance. They gave up 14 in the last, what, seven minutes of that game? Seven-ish yeah. minutes of that game. And basically, at that point, they were just in a let's play a prevent. We're gonna we're not gonna blitz. We're gonna pull some guys and rotate you know people in. I, I thought for the most part they did their, their job. I, I I really think they played fine. Yeah, I mean, I I think for all the hand wringing that was going on in the, in the fourth quarter by the Cowboys fans, 
the game was never in doubt. <laughs> the no, game no. was never even close to in doubt. No, they, and, and the only point, the only point where in which the game even became close to within doubt was in the last two and a half minutes of the game. And I had, I had very little doubt <laughs> that the Cowboys were going to be able to find a way to close out the game just because of the way that they had been running the football. And it wasn't like the Panthers were suddenly going to find the will to, to stop the run. So, uh, right. yeah, I, I think, you know, it was a good, it was a, a winning performance. 28 points is definitely not ultimately what you want. Um, but again, I think they made the plays when you need them. And I, I would remind everyone again, look who's playing on this field right now. You don't have Demarcus Lawrence. You don't have your second round pick at cornerback. You, you don't have, you know, several of your rotational defensive ends. You well, don't have a de- starting defensive tackle. You, you know, so your, your linebacker that played the most snaps for you in the first two weeks of the season is not out there, yeah. right? Yeah. Now I was just going to mention one of the things that they have to clean up is the quarterback scrambles, right? Like Sam Darnold cannot be rushing for two touchdowns on you and getting out there. Now I, I feel better about when Keanu Neal comes back that he's going to be able to help, you know, in that area, but they've got some things they can work on, but their defense is certainly good enough and opportunistic enough to help you win games as they continue to improve. And I think that's, what's really exciting, right? Yeah. And and, going back to the scramble thing, they need to clean that up quick because I mean, that's one of the few ways that Daniel Jones actually can beat you. Right. So uh, they, 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 he's coming in, they're going into his house next week. So they're going to have to figure out how to stop a running quarterback. Uh, So that's our, that's our game recap, Landon. It was a a lot of fun. We're going to break it down over the next couple of days. We're going to do some all 22 film review, uh, maybe on Tuesday. We've got a crossover show coming up later this week, but just want to remind some people, Landon, this is the Cowboys schedule over the next couple of weeks. Uh, home against mm-hmm. the Giants, at the Patriots, at the Vikings, home against the Broncos, home against the Falcons. A couple of games in there that are going to be a little bit tough, but I, I think it would be a disappointment if Cowboys don't go 2-2 two and two at, at the worst in that stretch, right? Like the schedule gets favorable for them coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I, I actually thought the New York game was in, in New York, but that's right. It's actually in, here. It's a home game. Four, so the, four games in a row at home. Um, or wait, three, three games, games at home. This, well, this, this I mean, the Charger game was basically at home. I know you call yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, geez. But. Yeah, I call it. It was my home. Uh, and all our, all our Cowboys heads were there, so it was a home game to me. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, that's what makes me feel really good is that this team's playing well uh, and the schedule – for the next few games is very favorable. That New England team looks like it's a decent game. They're not going to be an easy out, but I think, you know, you feel confident you can beat New York. You have, you'll feel confident that you can beat New England. Uh, you know, you feel I, the Vikings game is going to be interesting, but I think you, you can get a win there. I, I think you can win all four of those games. And, and, and if you do, obviously you're going to be really sitting pretty. So uh, yeah, Cowboys three, three and one to kind of sum up, you know, and, and, uh, I think looking at a situation where they can pull even further away uh, in the division and, you know, with the West being so difficult and the East maybe being a little bit more muddy than we, than we thought. Um, I think there's a chance, I mean, sorry, the South, the NFC South being a little yeah. bit more muddy than we thought. Um, I think that there's a chance that the Cowboys, if they can find a way to win some of these games early to kind of, you know, really stack wins, especially right now, they could be putting themselves in a really good spot to be playing for uh, you know, bye week, a, a top seed in the playoffs. I mean, this is really early to be talking about that, but this is, you know, 
this is the the time now to be stacking wins against these less the lesser yeah. competition uh, because later on when you need them when it's comparison time uh, you're going to want them. Uh, it's just worth noting that the rest of the division uh, next week has some really tough games. So if the Cowboys can beat the Giants, and again we're getting way ahead of ourselves, you can start to open up a nice little lead on some of these other teams. So. Uh, just something to keep an eye on. So uh, we, we always talk about getting through the first month of the season at two and two or better three and one, considering their schedule, considering they had a, a game here against Carolina on a short week to win that game. Yeah. Uh, good job by Dallas. Make sure you guys are downloading the podcast. You can subscribe Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. You can follow the show at locked on Cowboys. You can follow Lane and at McCool BCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the win. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.